what do we get? I'm going to start the interview here, Ray. And um, so, and then I'll ask you some questions about, uh, so I know you put some questions here. What's the best way to start? I'll just let you tell your backstory. How's that sound? Okay. I actually was going to suggest that because it'll help give a little bit of color, I think, to how we arrived at the, uh, at the moment when we decided to actually pursue this, this idea and this project. Okay. So if that's all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll sign off so that you guys can have one-on-one -on -one so it doesn't mess up your interview one-on-one -on -one with each other. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's just, fine, Mike. Just okay. so or you can, you can listen if you want. You can just turn off your screen or I don't know, whatever. That's okay. fine. That sounds good. I just don't want to mess that mess it up. Okay. Well, yeah, your, your screen's kind of blurry anyway, but that's okay. Okay, cool. Okay. Right. Um, so I'll, I, I mean... So, it, go ahead, sorry. So the audience, the audience is entrepreneurial podiatrists, basically doctors that are entrepreneurs, um, kind of looking to, you know, help their patients, things that would, you know, increase revenue, make their life easier, things like that. They like technology. There's about 400 people on my list. So there's not a ton, but they're, they're it's pretty tight niche. Okay, interesting. No, then that's helpful. And I appreciate that. And so I'll, I'll start kind of a ways back because I promise it'll all, you know, contextually make sense uh, why maybe providing some of this background uh, to get to the point, like I said, where, <clears throat> where the, the idea kind of coalesced, if you will. So okay. my background, as Mike told you, is legal. Let me, right? let me just, let me just start the interview here. Um, Ray Rodriguez. Okay. Um, hello and welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. My name is Don Pelto and I have Mr. Ray Rodriguez here and we're going to be talking about kind of the your background as an entrepreneur and some of the things you're working on. Welcome, Ray. Thank you very much, Dr. Pelto, and I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Thank you very much to your audience members. Uh, and again, uh, well, uh, very excited to be here, so thank you. Yeah. And uh, with that, if it's okay, I'll go ahead and kind of jump into it. It's tell right. me your background. Yeah, tell me what you've been working on and your story. Yeah, so um, I come from a uh, legal background into this. Um, prior to jumping into the healthcare, what I'll call software space, I was uh, a litigator um, in Texas, uh, attended the University of Texas School of Law, graduated uh, almost 10 years ago now, and litigated uh series of things uh everywhere from you know the first amendment with the catholic church and the church of scientology to trademark infringement against taylor swift um sued the city of dallas over free speech and uh civil rights violations uh against the homeless so you know i had a i was fortunate to have a very wide uh wide aware wide array of exposure in that uh, arena and then I also did some business consulting and some uh, business litigation and kind of business formation and you know transactions work as well so I in that I came to know a number of businesses and one of the businesses that I was able to help uh, kind of put together and I think you mentioned you saw this on the website when you googled me and that is referral logics mm -hmm. right and that's what drew me into the healthcare space for the very first time. Uh, that was in October of 2020, or yeah, October of 2020. Um, I had just taken the California State Bar and, um, you know, was feeling pretty down and miserable. Uh, and I uh, got a call from a former client, the folks over at Referral Logics, and they offered me a position and they just made me an offer I couldn't refuse. 
um, to come over and engage in business development with them at the referral logics or with referral logics. As I think uh, is now on the website, it may be it may have been updated. I think now you know I'm, today I'm CEO of that company, um, but in the process of doing that um, is where I kind of where this MedCity um, opportunity came up and you know presented itself, and it's something that um, that you know I worked on um, as a side project, if you will, that you know uh, through this, but it was something that um that really some of the lessons you know learned through being exposed in the referral logic space to these providers um that kind of drove this and so like i said you know backgrounds of, you know a little bit in depth here but for me when i was out there selling referral logics which is a referral management platform um i learned a lot about the physician space that i didn't previously know and the, one of the biggest lessons, I think, for me, the takeaway was, you know, from the from the outside looking in, and I may be entirely wrong about this, Dr. Pelta, but from the outside looking in, um, physicians have lost a lot of autonomy and control over their practices to larger either private equity or through insurance contracts or, you know, just being, you know, largely beholden to Medicare, Medicaid services, whatever the case may be, a lot of physicians, you know, within their practice, I, you know, got the sense, felt somewhat constrained or just, you know, not, not really in a position where they could maybe be um, as autonomous as maybe they would have liked, right? And met with a lot of physicians that, you know, were part of either the larger corporate groups or, you know, their group had just been acquired by private equity. And so, that that kind of stemmed this idea because to me you know it, i think it's really important seeing that right coming from the outside looking in, i'm going man that's the most important person in this entire industry right the provider without them none of this is possible right and so if they're feeling taxed if they're feeling overwhelmed if nothing is you know being geared towards them to help them then we're at a big risk, right? As the American people. I mean, you know, we get something wrong in law, it normally costs people money. And that's a bummer, right? Obviously, we don't want to do that. That's not something we're hopeful of. But you get something wrong in medicine, and there's a much more severe consequence that, that sometimes can't be reversed, right? And so for me, going through that experience and kind of seeing that and being exposed into that market for the first time, it made me really, you know, somewhat like I was just to put it simply compassionate for the provider going, Hey, this, this isn't going to work. Like, how do we, how do we expect this to work going forward? Um, you know, continually. And to me that, you know, that's a, that's a big problem. And it's something that, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that get uh, get a lot of attention in the healthcare space, right? Cost, patient access, all these things. Um, but I think sometimes providers get lost in that shuffle, right? Um, and so, so again, um, entrepreneurial spirit kind of came into business and was doing some some software stuff. Got exposed to a few players. This opportunity came to my door, you know, and uh, kind of with the folks that I'd met and knew, um, was able to put 
you know, something together uh, that went from an idea to an actual business um, that, you know, hopefully will do what I was just describing, which is empower physicians a little bit. To, so talk you know, a little bit more, more about it so people can understand kind of what it is. Yeah, so the MedCity project is designed around a simple concept. It's a very simple concept. Um, so Dr. Peltzer, can I ask you a question? Uh, do you, are you familiar or do you know at all how much money was spent on trying to get your attention or any other doctor's attention by business, be it pharmaceutical, device manufacturers, or anything else? How much do they spend? They probably spend a lot of money because it's very hard to get a hold of me. A lot of money. Uh, Glass Canopy estimates that's about $450 billion annually, right? Trying to get attention from you and your listeners, right? Um, of that, approximately $27 billion is digital marketing alone. So uh, the reason I ask is that, you know, it's obviously, as you can tell, it's a very significant number. But more importantly, Dr. Pelta, how much of that money did you get or receive last year? I don't think they can kick back any of that. They might bring in some donuts or some lunches, but that's about it. Maybe a cup here or there. Right. right. And so, and that's, and that's sort of the traditional view of things and the way we've kind of always looked, you know, and kind of thought about things. Right. And so, of course, with my legal background, I'm always, you know, I'm looking at the law and, you know, thinking through things and that's just my background. Um, and so, like I said, I'm a litigator, right. And I, um, uh, for my regulatory, you know, stuff, I always go to a guy who I'll shamelessly plug here, Michael Schultz out of uh, New Orleans, Schultz and Sullivan Stolier. They're great law firm regulatory guys. Anybody's, you know, looking. Um, but they, you know, they provide my regulatory guidance. And the reason I bring it up is because, you know, you bring up a good point, right? Well, hey, can I, can I receive any of that, right? And so what the MedCity platform is, it's, it's a unique way to provide you know, you access to that and to that revenue mm -hmm. and into that revenue stream, right? Um, the idea is that every day you're being advertised to, whether right. you like it or not, right? And it's typically, it's not consensual, right? You're not agreeing to receive the advertisement. You're not, it's not voluntary. They're finding sneaky ways to present that information to you, right? Yep. Using marketing, marketing techniques and things, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. And so what I'd like to do and what we're hopeful to do at the MedCity with the MedCity platform is to really flip that and say, look, let's go ahead and agree. Let's get an explicit handshake with our providers and say, look, let's be upfront about this. People want your attention, right? And why don't, instead of, you know, shying away from it, if there's a, you know, legally compliant way for you to do it, why don't you participate in that revenue and go ahead and say, yeah, look, what, I'll expose myself to the ads. I'll agree to be exposed to them. And, you know, in exchange for that, I receive monetary compensation, right? So basically, MedCity or this, or Will would be the AdWords for this company. Basically, instead of paying Google, you would pay the doctor directly and a portion for the company. Correct. And that's, and that's where we come up with MedCity because it's a conjunction of the word medical and subsidy, right? And the reason I call it a subsidy is because the subsidy is, is unearned. Right. You just get it because you either own a farm or, you know, you happen to be a citizen of this particular county, whatever the, you know, whatever the reasoning is behind a subsidy. Traditionally, subsidies are given to you just 
for mere circumstance, right? You don't have to earn them, right? Like the farmers in Iowa who are paid not to plant corn, right? They're specifically paid not to do something. So it's an unearned source of revenue, right? And so that's where the conjunction comes from because uh, the idea here is quite simple. You agree to be exposed to it. It's a simple product. It you know presents uh, ads over your desktop while you're working, whether you're working within your point of care system or you're browsing Google or, you know, whatever it is that you may be doing on your computer at that moment, right? But you as a provider are saying, look, I'll agree to share my information with you, the um, advertising community, and you can present me things. And, you know, if they're of interest to me, then I'll maybe engage with them. And if not, you have an opportunity to create brand awareness with me here on my desktop, right? It's a, it's a very, um, I think, symbiotic or has some very symbiotic potential um and and it like i said it can empower physicians because they put money in their pocket for doing the same things they're doing today right you don't really the workflow change is very insignificant you know so let's say today you get to the office you log onto your computer you log into your point of care systems or your practice management tools and you get to work right the difference tomorrow if this is you had medicity you'd log into medicity first and then you do those other things, right? And after you launch MedCity, you have, you know, sort of one inch less of your screen available to you um, to use for the screen, right? Um, so you're just, you're giving up that space. You're surrendering that space um, in exchange for, like I said, uh, this is what I'll call a MedCity or subsidy. And, and again, that's, you know, that's kind of the basic premise, um, but our hope is really, you know, again, we get those subsidies in there and then we can start to, I think, especially once you have a number of providers on there, really start to look at things, um, other options or other opportunities that could be helpful to physicians and could, again, kind of put them back in the driver's seat. So, for example, from a compliance perspective, um, right, you have people, like you said, right, who are constantly reaching out to you to market to you, to give you stuff, right? And, and those folks they might be willing to blur the line, right? But you're not. You you obviously don't want to risk your license. You don't want to get yourself in any trouble. So like I've had, you know, I had encounters out in the field where I was specifically told, hey, don't bring anything, right? It's like, hey, I just want to bring you guys some coffee, right? The statute allows for it. It's a de minimis value, right? It's four cups of coffee. It's not anything that's, you know, going to violate the statute um, under the anti-kickback or anything like that. Um, in our particular product, we, you know, uh, we were giving away. So there's certainly, you know, created a lot of shield for the anti-kickback. But my point being is that those institutions, rather than even kind of trek down that road, they just said, you know, blanket policy. No, you can't do that. Yeah, right? that's what they do to make it easier. Right. And so through our platform, I think we can actually provide avenues and channels to where you can, you know, more compliantly accept maybe some of those gifts. So take, for example, over time, we have a number of podiatrists on the platform, okay? And those podiatrists, and suddenly, you know, there's a number of companies that are very interested in reaching those podiatrists, right? And rather than say, hey, look, you can send your reps in or you can do this or that. Hey, what if we set this up so that it's a Zoom meeting, you know, and it's recorded and yeah, you can get a free meal and a bottle of wine out of it, but it's gonna come through us and it's gonna be tracked and managed so that if anybody ever says, hey, what'd you get for, you know, listening to that? Uh, did you, were you, you know, did you receive an illegal compensation or anything like that? 
they know that no i didn't it's all being tracked through this platform because i give them my my attention right i go to this platform when i you know when i'm looking for maybe educational products or things of that nature because i know that they're going to provide it to me in a legally compliant way and you know maybe it's a doordash order right and you get a doordash credit to ensure that it's a de minimis you know meal rather than a meal at ruth chris steakhouse mm -hmm. right where you could consider influence so things of that nature and opportunities mm -hmm. like that as we advance the platform right because i do think one of my things that i've seen also in the industry um that is hugely concerning uh from from a legal perspective is that providers in my opinion are left with very little resources to protect them from a compliance perspective they have to go out and seek legal counsel and hope that that legal counsel is adequate right and that's another issue right it's a you know in that market you know you don't necessarily know what you're buying and some you know some providers may think oh a lawyer's a lawyer you know you just I have a buddy a friend of mine who became a lawyer maybe I'll rely on him you know and things of that nature and and so they don't in my opinion today the compliance side of things is a very tricky and delicate market because it's getting harder and harder there's more and more regulations and there's not a lot there uh, that's being you know provided to protect you guys right from from stepping into waters that you know maybe you shouldn't um and so like I said, um, for me, some of those compliance components and trying to ensure that we we do things and make avenues available to you as a provider in a compliant way is really important too, right? Because that's a it's a really easy way to get in trouble and you know do something that hey wait I thought you know my lawyer told me that was okay and this accountant said that was okay you know but what what um, what do you really know right? I mean, if you have a really great counsel, great. You might have, you know, actual uh, good advice and be okay, right? But for some providers, that may not always be the case. So, so let's say, so I don't know if it exists yet, but what's your what what would be the the process? You get a little link, you download it, it would add to your browser in Chrome, and you would just log in there every day and your credentials, and you would get compensated per hour for it. Or how does that work? Yeah. So for the MedCity platform, I mean, it's a login you know, and then it takes over that bottom inch of your screen. So if you could just imagine, right, the bottom inch of my screen just, you know, gone and now it has ads on it. Well, in that space, we also have some free space to add functionality, you know, potentially over the future, like I said, to add some of these compliance components. Um, this is a, you know, this platform, um, I mean, we are days away from launch. I'm waiting right now. There's test ads running. Um, we have customers who are signed up. A uh, couple group of orthopedics or uh, orthopedic surgeons, and then a couple a few ENT doctors um, that are already they're just pending. You know, hey, when's the product that you know going to be available? Because um, this is you know this product, like I said, this is an idea that was recent. You know, came um, and so we've been evolving it, but this is where it stemmed from. So again, like I said, it just you would log in, it would take over that bottom inch of the screen, and then you'd be presented with ads down there, and they rotate throughout the day uh, yeah it's it's the old-fashioned banner ads that we used to have on our but they used to be yeah yeah it's the old-fashioned banner ads that's cool um what happens if like i'm just thinking about like i use six computers during a day do i have to log into each one of those six computers or is it my main station it's really up to you right if you're using six computers a day um you know at different times 
then you you would maybe you would have to log in because it's cloud-based right you'd have to log into each computer each time yeah and now um i when i when you say you work at six i'm assuming you go through to six different actual computers throughout yeah so six six treatment rooms seven so because i'm here and i have six treatment rooms i'm going around and logging into each one and uh so i use this this is a cool thing you might like it's called gatekeeper so it logs me in automatically so um i go in hit hit enter it logs me into my emr I do my note or a scribe will do it. And then I'll go to the next room, next room, next room. That's kind of how we do it. And then I come back to this only like for now when I'm at lunch. I got you. Okay. And so that is certainly something, I mean, some things that we could look at, you know, are you know, further integrations with some tools that you might have, right? But out of the box, the idea is you would log, log into in. Google Chrome, that website, and it logs you in. And yep. Exactly. That's cool. And so people, so basically we're, 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 we're finishing up here so people might be interested in learning more i know you haven't launched yet but um kind of future dating this what was there a good website that people could go to to learn more about this absolutely uh so uh medcity.com and that's m-e-d-s-i-d-y.com um they can also reach me i'll go ahead and provide myself 214-493-3430 or uh, one of our other sales representatives, uh, Mike Baker, to uh, and actually hold on a second, pull up his number before I get it wrong. I'll put it at the bottom. I'll put it in the show notes so people can look it up. That's fine. I'll put Mike's information down there. Okay, so you have it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll add it. And uh, cool. Well, thank you. I think you know, thinking as like an entrepreneur, I I like the idea because you know this whole thing like DuckDuckGo is like protecting us now. And um, a lot of these things now are trying to protect us from being followed, but by giving consent to doing it. And if the, I, I guess the, the main question I have, and I know it's, it's, it's too soon, but like, what is the juice worth the squeeze? You know, I'm a, I'm a non-notification guy. I turn every notification off. I unsubscribe from every single thing. So like, if you're paying me 10 bucks an hour to do that, it's not worth it. But if it's substantially more then it would be, it might be more worth it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking of my, my, the conversation in my head. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, the subsidies, I mean, it, they, they're going to vary based on the total number of providers because it is spread across the entire network, right? As more providers get on there, you know, the idea is to aggregate, you know, these dollars and spread them across uh, yeah. all, all providers. And so it's, um, you know, it's not maybe going to reach a level of quite $10. Man, well, I'm trying to think of the numbers in my head. I'm running the numbers, but because I have it per minute um, in my head. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it gets, I mean, the number may not be quite that high, but I think as you know, something to think about, uh, you know, as uh, I've heard recently is shavings make a pile, right? And you put this on several monitors, you get this kind of running every day and suddenly, you know, a few hundred dollars starts to add up. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to, to subsidize potentially, you know, a new piece of equipment or, you know, anything. I like. love the, I, lo I, I like the idea. It's very, very good idea. So cool. Well, thank you, Ray. I appreciate you explaining this idea. I think it's ingenuity. I've never thought of it. So it's a great idea. Well, no, I appreciate that. And thank you for the time. I really appreciate it being on here and I uh, really enjoyed meeting you today. So thank you very much.